You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My Seven Chakras, episode 162. Success is to move from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, Action Tribe? AJ here, and you are back to the shore where we dive deep into the realms of the ancient We talk about science, we talk about research and study to provide you actionable ideas on how you can transform your life, your body, your spirit and embark on a human revolution. A revolution that will not only benefit you, but also your family, your kids, your parents and your community. And today we have an amazing episode in store for you, an episode where we will talk about the practice of meditation and how you can get started today itself. But before that, I have one question for you. We're going to have a gratefulness moment right now. Who is that one person who you are absolutely grateful for? If you're on Instagram, share a picture with that one person and make sure you use our handle at my7chakras so that I get notified about your moment of gratefulness as well. Once again, head on to Instagram, click a picture, use our handle at my7chakras and tell me who is that one person who you are absolutely grateful for right now. It'll only take you a few minutes, but I would really love to see what each and every one of you has to share. And with that, we are now ready to welcome our featured guest for today, Giovanni Denstman. So Giovanni, are you ready to inspire? Yes, I am. Awesome. So Giovanni is a meditation teacher, spiritual seeker, and the blogger behind the popular liveanddare.com. His mission is to translate techniques and teachings from ancient wisdom traditions for the modern person and to help 1 million people start meditating. So Giovanni, welcome to the show. Please take a minute and tell us a bit more about your story. Sure. Thank you very much, Ajay. It's great to be here. 
chatting with you guys. Well, I started meditating when I was about 14 or 15 years old. I was a very restless child and um, I was seeking for something that I didn't know what it was. And I was interested at the same time, I was interested in all things esoteric mm -hmm. and started to get interested in spirituality and things like that. So when I was exposed to meditation for the first time in a workshop that I went to from Brahma Kumaris, I had the five or ten minutes of guided meditation and it felt great. It felt different from anything I had felt before. Mm -hmm. There was a sense of, of stillness, of quiet, of being inside myself. It was quite unique. And I, I can say that I was very intrigued by that. And I decided that I, from that day onward, I would practice meditation every day. And so I have done. So that's the story of how I kind of got started with practice, practicing meditation. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the 16 or 17 years that followed that, I tried multiple different techniques. I read over 100 books. I spent time with uh, Zen masters, teachers, yogis, monks. Uh, I've learned from a lot of different sources, not only in, in the spiritual realm, but also of uh, positive psychology, personal growth literature, and things of the sort. So it was an intense quest that I had since my teenage time. And it took various forms as I was uh, growing up and maturing in this quest. And about two years ago, I felt like I had something to share. Mm -hmm. And that's what led me to start the Live In There blog and um, that I have been doing since then. So in a nutshell, that's, that's kind of like the two-minute version of my story. I don't know which part you want to zoom in and, and hear more about. Sure. Well, the one word that comes to my mind when I hear your story, which is really amazing, is inspiration. And that's really what we do during the first few minutes of every episode. We dedicate that to some magical inspiration so that whether our listener is sort of lost in thoughts about yesterday or dreaming about the future, we all safely arrive to the here and now. So what is your favorite inspirational quote? And also tell us how you really apply this quote in your day-to-day -day life. Well, I have so many uh, favorite quotes, <laughs> but one that comes to mind now is from Winston Churchill, and he says that success is to move from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. And I think that this quote says so much about mental resilience, perseverance, determination, inner strength, whatever you want to call this virtue, grit, right? Whatever you want to call it, it is that one virtue, that one attitude that is behind every single great achievement of any person in any field. It's this ability to keep on, to find that thing that you're passionate about, the thing that your life is about, and then to keep on walking in that direction. No matter what happens, no matter how you feel, you keep taking step after step. You have a big dream, you have a big goal, and that inspires you, but you're not kind of panicking of how much road ahead there is in front of you. You're focusing on the next step, and you are walking in a direction that is meaningful to you, and therefore, even the process of walking in this direction, regardless of achieving the goal or not, even that is, is meaningful. Even that is the best way to live. So there you go, Action Tribe. Success is not an easy journey. 
as we've learned from this quote success is to move from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm it's not easy but it is possible especially if you identified your vision so you know your why but with every step that you take you're not really worrying whether you're going to reach the why you're taking step by step you're moving failure to failure without giving up but always focusing on the immediate next step so keep that in mind and thanks a lot for sharing that with us jawani and with that let's dive in what is your definition of meditation meditation is a mental exercise it's an exercise of controlling your attention it's an exercise of mastering your mind in other words there are many types of meditation depending on how you do this exercise but sure. the most popular the most traditional form of meditation is concentration meditation whereby moment after moment you're bringing your attention back again and again to the same object and this object it can be your breath it can be a mantra it can be one of your seven chakras it can be a feeling like a feeling of loving kindness like the buddhists do or even a feeling of resilience or strength anything that you want to focus on and again and again you try to keep your attention focus completely focus on this feeling as or or this object of meditation as if it is the only thing in the world for you and your attention is going to get distracted going to memories thoughts emotions sensations judgments whenever you notice that that happens you bring your attention back and in a nutshell that's that's the exercise of meditation so i love that you spoke about the fact that you will get distracted when you're trying to meditate but whenever that happens you just notice it and try to bring yourself back to the focus so it's not like you will completely not have that mental chatter or the distraction but when it happens all you need to do is notice it and bring it back to your focus now jiwani for someone who wants to learn how to meditate but is still on the fence what are some of the short term as well as long term benefits of meditation well it's uh, <laughs> there are a lot of research on the benefits yeah. of meditation and there's a lot of anecdotal uh, data also people that just like they say like ah oh, meditation has given me this it has given me that but science hasn't uh, caught up with that yet yeah so i like to talk talk about four main areas that meditation benefits there are the physical benefits of meditation such as a better immune system reducing blood pressure and the risk of heart diseases reducing inflammatory disorders increasing your longevity reducing the risk of alzheimer's stroke and other diseases like that right so yeah. stress is the cause for over 80% of the visits to the doctor right that's this is a health data so yeah there there may be i don't know 10,000 different types of diseases out there but thousands of diseases have stress as their as one of their main causes So meditation by allowing you to manage stress or to not get so much stressed is preventing like a thousand different problems that you could have in your life. Right. So that's in the physical side of things. Mm-hmm. In the mental side of things, meditation improves focus, which is each time harder because we live in times where getting distracted it's with our smartphones and internet and everything. It's so easy and so commonplace. Meditation improves your focus, improves your mental resilience, improves your memory. and self awareness and helps you with pain management as well among other things on the emotional side of things meditation will help you achieve greater peace and contentment with yourself right so that you are you find this space inside yourself where you are happy for no reason you are happy without depending on other people other substances 
other things happening in your life. And of course, all of these benefits that I'm sharing, they don't happen from from the first day you start meditating, right? Mm-hmm. Most of them you need to develop a, a constant uh, daily meditation practice of at least 20 minutes, ideally 30 minutes. And then as the, the weeks, months, and years passes, you will be experiencing more and more of these benefits. Sure. But uh, in, in my own life, I mean, emotionally, meditation has given me this ability of kind of being untouchable. Like nothing that happens outside my life can really bother me from the inside, right? And uh, it's almost like an unfair advantage because <laughs> you, you go through the world, you go through life in a much easier way than other people. Uh, and finally, there are the spiritual benefits of meditation for those that are interested in spirituality. Meditation will help you purify your mind from negative thoughts and emotions. It will give you deeper insight into who you truly are. And it will, give you, it will make you be more in tune with the source, however you call that for you. Mm-hmm. So I love how you've broken it down. It's really easy for us to understand. You spoke about the physical benefits, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard of. Blood pressure uh, reduction, increased longevity. It reduces your chance of stroke and basically reduces the level of your stress action tribe. This is something that I know a lot of people are going through and meditation helps reduce stress. You spoke about the mental benefits, improves focus, mental resilience. You spoke about grit a while back, so it helps you with grit and self-awareness. And you spoke about the emotional benefits, peace, contentment. Happiness, something that all of us are looking for. It helps you achieve that. And then you have the spiritual benefits of really purifying your mind, getting in touch with yourself, getting in tune with the source and developing the deep insight that a lot of people are looking for as well. So thanks a lot for that amazing explanation. And I know that you've touched on this a bit, but could we uh, dive uh, into some of the different types or styles of meditation that a person can learn? Sure. So uh, earlier on, I spoke about the concentration meditation, right? Mm -hmm. So that's one of the major type of of meditation. And there are still many different techniques of concentration meditation that will mostly, the the difference is basically what type of object you're using. Sure. Are you using the breathing? Are you using a mantra? Are you using a feeling? Are you using a visualization? A chakra? So these are all different traditions that are going to, encourage you to use different objects, but they are all types of concentration meditation. Another type of meditation, another major type of meditation is called open monitoring. Mm-hmm. So instead of focusing your attention on the same object again and again, you, you just keep your attention open to whatever is more, um, whatever is stronger in your field of awareness in this moment. Okay, so that's, that's what mindfulness meditation, as people usually talk, is about. In mindfulness meditation, and you are aware of whatever is happening in your consciousness, in your field of awareness at this moment. It can be a thought that has just popped up, a feeling, uh, a sensation in your chest, anything that's coming up. You're just aware of that without judgment. And you can even label it saying like a, a feeling arose or, or anger arose, mm. memories arose. Right? So that's a second type of meditation. And a third type of meditation, I like to call it pure awareness practices. In this type, you are neither concentrating nor you are observing. You are just being there in the present moment without being distracted, but without focusing either. And that's a more advanced type of practice that is usually done after people have done a while of the other two practices. Got it. Now, let's talk about the challenge here. Uh, Based on your experience, what are some of the reasons why people find it really hard 
to meditate, especially at the start? Um, well, the biggest challenge that people have is building the habit, sure. right? That's, that's by far the biggest challenge because it's one thing to download an app like Headspace or Insight Timer and try meditation for a couple of times or whenever you feel like it. Mm-hmm. And you will enjoy, you will derive some benefit from that. But self-transformation doesn't happen like that. It needs consistent practice. The main challenge is consistency, right? Doing it every day. Yeah. Another challenge that people face is, how do I get started? There's so many practices out there. There's conflicting information. There are websites, apps, books, audios. Can you give me like a step-by-step uh, program uh, or advice on how, can I, how I can get started? So that's the second challenge. And I would say the third challenge perhaps is people get discouraged with the practice very easily because they don't have the right attitude towards it. They feel like uh, meditation is not for me, my mind is too busy, or I cannot sit still, or I don't know what I'm doing. So, right. yeah, these are, I'll say that these are the three main challenges. So, the, building the habit, mm-hmm. knowing how to start and what to do, and having the right set of attitudes that will help you keep up the practice. So, you said, number one, how do I get started? That's, I think, the first step a lot of people want to meditate. But because of all the overwhelm, all the information, all the different types of advice, they find it difficult to get started. Once they do get started, uh, sometimes they enjoy the experience, but they have a hard time to build that habit and really embark on that path to transformation. Mm -hmm. And if things don't work, sometimes they get discouraged, which is pretty natural. You tend to get discouraged and then you sort of go back to your regular ways. So for that person who's new to meditation, finds it really overwhelming. Like you said, different types of meditation, maybe they find it hard to meditate because of lack of time, lack of focus, distraction, whatever it is. What advice do you have for someone who really wants to make that transition from non-meditator to meditator? Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's only so much where I can say in, in 10, or, uh, 10 or 20 <laughs> minutes, but in a nutshell, um, for, peop- for people that are just listening to this, right, I would yeah. say start really small. You can start with two minutes per day, but have the attitude of never skipping a day. I call this the never zero attitude, which means I will not sleep without meditating at least two minutes in any day from today on. So it's a, it's a very strong commitment, but it's very easy because it's only two minutes. Okay, so starting small and making a never zero commitment and then growing the practice little by little. If you, you can increase one minute per week. Okay, a year has 52 weeks, so pretty quickly you, you get to a solid practice here without feeling overwhelmed, right? So starting small, increasing little by little, never skipping, and then having no expectations. Do your meditation as if it's just another task that you need to do every day, like taking shower or eating, without expectations of I'm going to experience this amazing bliss or I'm going to develop superpowers or I'm going like, to heal my body immediately. You know, just take it easy. You're starting really small, so have no expectations if possible, right? Then if you have these things set in place, then you are good to, to go as in terms of, of habit and continuing, continuing the habit. Then the question may arise, okay, so what technique should I do? So the simplest thing you can do in the beginning is to just uh, sit quiet, relax your body, close your eyes, and breathe deeply. So without going into a lot of instructions that may overwhelm your listeners, okay? In the very, very Mm -hmm. beginning, the most important thing is just build the habit. So I'm giving you the simplest instruction possible. 
sit, relax, close your eyes, and breathe as deeply as you can. Right? You can count 15 breaths. So you breathe in slowly, deeply. You breathe out slowly and deeply. You count one. And then you go like this until 15. Probably one or two minutes has passed. It's enough for today. You go like this, little by little. Then you can increase the number of breaths to 20, 30. And then when you arrive at that point, then your habit is already kind of solidified in your life. Then you're ready for more, more details as to the technique. And you can look for other sources or come to my blog or send me an email or something. But yeah, uh, for the bare bones for starting, just do it every day, one minute. Grow it little by little. Sit and breathe deeply. And you already find some benefits from just breathing deeply. Love that. Now, also in addition, uh, sometimes there are many myths or misconceptions that sort of prevent people from taking action and actually embarking on a practice of meditation. So today, I was hoping that we could take away any of those obstacles that might be there in the path to meditation for our community. So could you talk to us about some of the misconceptions that you've come across? Mm. One of, the, one of the misconceptions is that meditation is only for spiritual people. Right? Mm-hmm. And while it is true that meditation came from spiritual traditions and it's done with spiritual aims by many people, you can also do meditation simply for benefiting your, yourself, your body and mind, for benefiting your health and for having more clarity of mind, more positive emotions. Even if you don't believe in anything, even if you don't believe you have a soul or there's a God or anything, you just believe that you are your own, your body and you're going to die when your body dies and there's nothing else, you can still practice meditation and live a better life with the, with the health and mental benefits of meditation. Sure. So that's one of the myths. Another myth, perhaps, is that meditation will make you slow or dull, right? I don't know if it's my own temperament or what, but meditation has not made me slow or boring or dull in any way. It has not handicapped mm. me from acting in the world, from taking action in any way. The only thing meditation took away from me is that blind reactivity, you know, that restlessness. And I'm mm. grateful that it took that away because I don't need it. I can act in the world, in society, in my job more effectively, more intelligently, more wisely when I don't have that blind reactivity, when I can actually see things in a higher perspective and then act with purpose not just react yeah so meditation will not make you dull or slow unless if you're meditating wrong right if you are just Mm. you think you're meditating but maybe you are just kind of falling into a sleep-like state right so then your meditation is just like yeah it's making you it's increasing the inertia in you but if you're making if you're doing meditation properly if you're doing concentration meditation if you're learning what's going on in your mind and how to focus and things like that, you will not become uh, handicapped in any way. You will only get <laughs> benefits from meditation. Maybe one, one more myth would be that meditation is just for stress relief or just for relaxation. So some people in the West think like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm kind of okay, I'm not so stressed or, or I can relax when I watch TV or whatever, I don't need meditation. Mm-hmm. But the truth is meditation is, is an exercise for your mind. If you have a mind, you have a need for meditation because the mind is your most important tool. It's your mind that determines how happy you are, how effective you are, how skillful you are in your job, how you're feeling. That's all in your mind. So if you can learn how your mind works and if you can develop some degree of control over your mind, you will live a much more fulfilling and successful life. So it's not only for stress relief. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I love that you spoke about the fact that meditation is not only for spiritual people. Uh, Action Tribe, you can do it for your own reasons. We spoke about the benefits at the start, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual. Find your reason and begin meditation because it has numerous benefits and you don't have to be spiritual in order to get into meditation. The other thing is it doesn't really make you slow or dull, as Giovanni shared. The third thing is meditation is not just for relaxation or stress relief. While that's a huge component, it does help you release stress and as a result helps you overcome so many health challenges. Um, just like you go to the gym to exercise your body, meditation is going to be your mental gymnasium and it keeps getting better with practice so giovanni i'm curious uh, let's go back in time now talk to us about the very first time that you encountered meditation what's the story like yeah, so so as i mentioned i was uh, 15 i think okay and uh i was interested in esoteric things and spiritual things and a friend of mine said like hey there's this workshop on meditation that's happening uh this week would you like to come i said okay yeah I, i'm curious so I would like to go. And it was a, a two-hour workshop by a group called Brahma Kumaris, which is a Raja Yoga group. And I, that was not the first time I sat for meditation, but it was perhaps the real first time, like the first time that really created an impact and, and made me start my practice. Which location was it? I was born and raised in Brazil. Okay. So it was in Brazil. And yeah, it was a very special uh, feeling that I had through that practice of meditation, which intrigued me to continue going on and on with it. Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing. Now, you've told us that you've been meditating for many years now. Uh, so, what is your favorite style of meditation and why? Uh, uh, this, <laughs> the, the style has changed over time and it may change again. Yeah. So, at this, at this point in time, for the past uh, two years maybe, it has been to focus on a, on a center in my body, like chakra meditation. I focus on the heart center. That's what works the best for me at this moment. Wonderful. Well, thanks a lot for sharing all those amazing insights and those stories. For someone who wants to get started today itself, for those who want to take action towards establishing a practice of meditation, what is it one action step that you'd like to recommend for our listeners? Well, the very first step would be choose where and when you meditate and then put a reminder in your phone, meditate at that time. And then when the reminder rings, no matter what you're doing, you go and sit for two minutes in the start and um, meditate. Breathe deeply in the beginning, as I mentioned. And then later on, it will grow by time. So choose a time, choose a time where you want to meditate and commit to doing it every day, no matter what. Put, it, put a reminder on your phone and follow the reminder. Action Tribe, to access the show notes for today's episode, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 162. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 162. I trust that when people meet, we meet for a transcendent reason and that the challenges we face in life are always lessons that serve our soul's growth. This is an amazing quote by Marianne Williamson. Action Tribe, there is so much truth in this saying. The people that you meet, the experiences that you have, the things that you do and the fact that you are listening to this episode this very moment. All of this is for a transcendent reason. It might not make complete sense to you right now, but without a doubt, a few years down the road, you will look back at these moments and realize that the reason for your soul's evolution and for your growth is because of these challenging moments, these moments that in retrospect will become life lessons. So 
On the same topic, Giovanni, let's go back to a time when you faced a major challenge. How did uh, you look at that situation at that point? And then how did that experience transform your life? Major challenge. There have been so many. There have been so many. I could say that um, migrating to Australia, because I was born and raised in Brazil, I moved to Australia as an immigrant about five years ago. That was a big challenge because not only I was changing countries, I was also changing careers. Before that, I was working in law. I was graduated uh, in law. I was a lawyer in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And Brazilian law is completely useless in Australia, of course. <laughs> so I, I needed to, it was an opportunity to, for me to think, do I want to continue working with law or do I want to try something new? And I decided to try a new career. And um, I started working as a developer. So I taught myself app development and it was a very challenging process to first learn it all by myself and then to be good enough to be able to compete with other people that have been working professionally in this area, in this city, with English as their mother tongue. So it was, it was not easy. That I would say it was one challenge. And what was the second part of your question? What, what allowed me to overcome the challenge? What were those steps that you took to really uh, overcome that obstacle that, or that challenge that you faced? How did you come out of it? So it's basically, it's, we're getting back to the quote in the beginning of the episode. I would say that it was grit, that, um, that attitude of not giving up, of persisting, continuing no matter what. This attitude is what allowed me to overcome the challenge. And also, also the ability that I have of not worrying so much about what my mind says and what I feel and just do what I know I need to do. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks a lot for sharing that. Um, if you had to give our listeners one major life lesson based on the story that you just shared, what would that one life lesson be? Well, the lesson would be if you, if you want to achieve something, whatever it is, and you commit yourself to that and you persist no matter what and you ignore all the doubt, all the negative feelings that may come from outside or from inside, you will get that. It's just a matter of time. So once again, thanks a lot for sharing that story with us. You mentioned that the biggest challenge in your life was firstly moving to Australia from Brazil, which I'm sure are firstly very far. And secondly, there were so many other differences. First of all, you said that you were changing careers. And, uh, you know, as far as legal matters, it must be so much different, the laws and everything like that uh, in Australia compared to Brazil I know for one, the language is so different Mm -hmm. and you decided to start a new career. Uh, You took the step from being a lawyer to being an app developer, which is again, (laughs) very different, but you, you you just took a step, uh, which I am assuming is a lot due to faith as well as the research that you did. You decided that you needed to practice and you did, you learned and you learned so much that you were able to compete with the professionals in a new city in a new country. You relied on grit, you relied on persistence and not giving up and also taking massive action. And that's why uh, I think it's a really amazing lesson that you've just shared with us today that if you want to achieve something, Action Tribe, if you want to achieve something, if you have a vision, just commit to it and then take persistent action. And take action, especially during days when you just don't feel like it. You come back to the table, no matter whether it's meditation or whether it's learning a new skill or whether it's taking a new course, if you've committed to something, make sure that you persist, develop that strong grit, and without a doubt, you will achieve what you 
have to. So thanks a lot once again for sharing this amazing story. Sure. So Action Tribe, no matter what you're doing right now, what you're doing is brave and bold. And no matter where you are in life, I know that you are a fighter and that you won't give up even though you experience numerous challenges. As you guys know, life is full of ups and downs. We're learning today that life is full of ups and downs. Sometimes you experience the thrills of success, the achievement and victory, and sometimes you experience the downs of maybe obstacles or challenges and momentary failure. I call it momentary because failure is not an occasion. Uh, you know, it, it's just ups and downs. And sometimes you might feel also like the burning fire that is within you, that determination to do, that determination to take action, that spirit to never give up is going out, right? At such a crucial moment, remember to surround yourself with people who are action takers just like you. People who have the flame of positivity in their hearts and people who recognize the light within you. Because those people, those people, Action Tribe, will help you get back on track and help you burn brighter and stronger. Because as Albert Schweitzer once so eloquently stated in everyone's life at some point our inner fire goes out it is then burst into flame by an encounter with another human being we should all be thankful for those people who rekindle the inner spirit so think about who's that one person like i said at the start who's that one person who rekindles your spirit someone who's yeah. really you know who you are really grateful for so giovanni at this point in time what is your life's calling at this point in time my life's calling I, I put it in two words, which is uh, sadhana and seva, which is my own practice, my own um, exploration of meditation and states of consciousness that can be achieved through meditation. Now, on one side, that's my own growth and evolution, so to speak. And the other side of my calling is helping people achieve the same, helping people be the masters, not the slaves of their own minds, and helping people overcome negative emotions and be inspired to walk towards a greater, more fulfilling life. Wonderful. So as you look back at your life, was there ever a defining moment or a pivotal moment? You know, maybe a book that you read or a conversation that you had or an experience that you had that really changed things for you? Oh, yes. There has been many, many pivotal moments like that. I'm having a hard time now to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. You see... Uh, I think all our lives are full of moments, are full of pivotal moments like that, where either you feel like giving up and you make one decision, like, should I walk in this direction or in that direction, or should I stop? That's a pivotal moment. Or it can be meeting a person, it can be reading a book. And I've had so many of these, but I think what people usually underestimate is that there are also a thousand other moments that are routinely, that are just daily moments that people are not paying attention to. And... In your day-to-day -day life is where you will either confirm that change, that transformation, the vision that happens in those pivotal moments, or you will forget it. So I could talk about pivotal moments, but at this point, I just feel drawn to emphasize that what you do in a day-to-day -day life, how you live your vision and how you live your life in a day-to-day -day manner, the choice of every moment that is as important or more important than those transformations that happen from time to time. Thanks a lot for sharing. And with that, we've arrived at the last round for today, the wisdom round, which essentially is a four question round, rapid fire style. So the first question out of all the advice that you've received in your life, 
What is the best advice that someone's ever given you? The best advice that someone has ever given me? That everything you achieve in this world will pass. But uh, what you become as a person, so to speak, as a soul, what, what you become, that will remain. So focus on your own inner progress, in your spiritual progress, because that is more permanent. I think that's probably the best advice because everything else comes after it from name a personal habit that you'd like to encourage our listeners to try oh, that's easy meditation <laughs> <laughs> great so can i say another one sure sure uh this is a new one for me but uh i find that it's many people can benefit from a cold shower in the morning oh, yeah, one yeah. minute cold shower it's very hard in the beginning but be very good for your body and increase your willpower also and with increase of willpower, there's a lot you can do. Love that. So speaking of which, do you have a morning routine? I do. I, um, I wake up every morning at 5.30 a.m. Then I do about 30 minutes. I take a um, cup of water, do about 30 minutes of yoga. Then I take my cold shower and I do two hours of meditation. That's my morning routine. So name a book that you'd like to recommend for our listeners today. A book I'd like to recommend. I think a book that everyone can benefit from is Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. That's a book that helps you realize how important it is uh, how you focus in life and that you can only achieve a certain number of things and, and that the good is the enemy of great. So you have to find that, that thing that you want to achieve or, or, or like the real priorities in life. It helps you find the real priorities in your life and to focus on that, on those. So Action Drive, once again, if you want to access the show notes for today, you got to go to my7chakras.com forward slash 162. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 162. So Giovanni, thanks a lot for appearing on our show today and sharing those insights and that advice about meditation. I'm sure so many of our listeners are feeling inspired right now because they can finally start meditating. So thanks a lot for joining us today. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're grateful for. And tell us the best way we can find you. Uh, one thing that I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for the love of my wife. And the best way you can find me is through my blog, liveinthere.com. And if you are, I also have um, a course on getting started with meditation there for beginners. So you might, might be inspired to take up on that one. Wonderful. We'll have this link up in the show notes and listeners know that if they want to take the next step towards learning how to meditate, not just meditate, but also establishing a routine practice of meditation and enjoying all the benefits that we spoke about today, then they have to go to liveanddare.com. We'll have the link again up in the show notes. Thanks once again for appearing on our show, talking to us about the power of meditation and taking us one step closer to a human revolution awesome thank you very much for having me you are listening to my seven chakras go to my s-e-v-e-n chakras.com download your free gift get inspired and take action transform your life today When you need 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.